Friday, January 27th, 2006. This is the Radio Zoom podcast. Hey, Alice. I was wondering if you... Pardon? This is a library. Shh. We're the only ones here. just wondering if you had any books on child psychology. On what? Child psychology. Chives on top of me. That's right, Alice. I want a book about chives on top of you. Oh, a little clip from what has become one of my favorite television shows ever since I've uh, been here in in Vancouver in, in, in Canada. Corner Gas. And we will talk a little bit more about that here coming up, but I wanted to start off with that that clip. This is the Radio Zoom podcast, and uh, my name is John. Hopefully, you are doing well. RadioZoom at gmail.com is the email address if you want to send me your thoughts and your comments. It still gets me chives on top of you. Leave me audio comments 206 222 1954. That's a US phone number, and you can call that and get automatically emailed directly to me. You can also go to the website, audioherts.net slash radio, and you can get the show notes for today. And also, click on the PayPal button and leave me a donation, and we'll be talking about that too, because I have a formal complaint. And frapper.com slash podcast. I'm up to 18 people on the Frapper map, and if you want to add your name, put your name, your, your pin on the map, and we can kind of give a good idea of where everybody's listening from. And um, yeah, it's kind of neat. It's about building a community and, and getting to know one uh, each other, one another, something like that. Uh, like I said, coming up in today's episode, well, I'll complain just a little bit, a little bit, mainly about iTunes, and also uh, talk a little bit about this uh, this television show called Corner Gas. For those of you uh, that are familiar, or uh, if you're from Canada, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. And also, we'll do a little bit of hockey talk. But then also on top of that, we'll talk a little bit about uh, sports coverage in Canada compared to the sports coverage mainly regarding hockey in the United States. Uh, let's go ahead and kick this off, though, with the first track for today, and I'm going to go back to a band that uh, actually sent me a CD uh, all the way up here to Vancouver, all the way from New York, and they are pretty darn cool if you ask me for doing that, but they also, they make, they make really good music. They're called The Ghost Station. It's off their Quiet Zone EP. I like this song. It's called Another Day, so check this out, and you're listening to Rio Zoom.
Quiet Zone EP that was The Ghost Station with the song Another Day, if you couldn't tell, if you didn't know what the name of that song was based on the lyrics right there in the chorus. Um, the Ghost Station from New York City and uh, theghoststation.com is the website if you want to find out more information about these guys, which I really, really hope that you do. I, I definitely was, uh, when I first heard the heard about them or heard their one of their songs, I had to go find out more about them and then contacted them and some things went back and forth. The next thing you know, a CD landed in my mailbox. And so now I'm playing some of the Ghost Station for you. Um, Ghoststation.com, the Ghost Station, all one word. That's how the band goes and that's how they like it to be. So... Let's talk a little bit about why I, I want to complain, and I don't want to make it sound like I'm, I'm whining too much, but I, I really feel like there's some things I want to l- at least get out there, and I hopefully in the next few days or so I'll be able to kind of uh, expand my my uh, this complaint that I have to you know further outlets, and uh, we'll, we'll see what, what what happens, but. One thing that I'm trying to do with my podcast is I am trying to increase my listenership. I want more people to check out what I'm doing. I want to find more people who who might like what I'm doing and uh, in, enjoy it. Um, the one thing about podcasting, which is important, though, is that you know you, you do not need to have uh, an iPod or a portable MP3 player. You know, there's people that uh, just uh, when I'm at home. If I'm not going to listen to something on my iPod, I'll listen to it on my laptop and just have it playing. And I even have a, an FM transmitter. Uh, USB FM transmitter 
they hook up, and I can broadcast across the apartment, and so that way when I'm taking a shower or whatever, I've, I've mentioned this before, and uh, I'm not sure if there's other people uh, that uh, listen in on in the uh, the apartment building here, which is very possible, but you know that's the way that I listen to my podcast, so that's the important thing, right? But with um, <clears throat> with my, my my podcast and gaining more listeners, people have to be able to find you, and one really great tool that we're finding out. That that's out there is of course iTunes, and iTunes is an Apple product, and I am an, I'm, I'm an Apple supporter uh, greatly. I mean, I've used Apple's pretty much all of my uh, life that I as least I can remember. You know, starting all, all the way back to the Apple IIs, and uh, my family was one of the first people to ever own uh, or was to own the uh, the Macintosh when it came out. Um, I, I use a power book, 17-inch power book to do this. Uh, my parents for Christmas sent me an eyesight so that we can uh, talk back and forth and be able to see each other uh, you know, over the web, which is really, really great. But iTunes, I'm really getting ticked off with because I'm still not listed on there. And I've mentioned this in episodes back that I've been having problems getting listed on there. And I've gotten these piece of crap responses from Apple about saying, oh, yeah, we're really trying hard, and we want to be able to add more great podcasts like yours. You know, it was very much a, a, a you know, uh, a form response going back out to people like me who are complaining, saying, hey, you know, I, I want to get my feed listed on the you know, iTunes podcast directory. And there's other podcast directories out there, too, but... Um, you know, I'm getting listed there, but I'm not seeing any returns, and I'm watching my stats and everything. And yes, I go through FeedBurner for my feed, and I've talked to people over there, and they've uh, said that you should resubmit to iTunes with a different feed. I don't want to create multiple feeds and confuse the heck out of my listeners, because that's you know, that's like having a radio station that uh, used to be on uh, 94.7, but now we're on 96.1, but that's just to get your attention, but we're really going to be on 94.7. That's not going to work for me. That just does not cut it. And I'm really getting fed up with iTunes not being able to uh, work with this and be able, being able to get the, the directory to work efficiently for people like me who is just doing this from this little apartment in Vancouver, British Columbia, which um, I, I enjoy doing all the, you know, every episode they put out there, I really enjoy doing this for you. But you know they keep adding all these other you know large media corporation podcasts which is just rehashed material and I've gone over that uh that whole topic but the fact that I cannot get listed on the iTunes really hampers my ability to be uh, obtaining new listeners to increase my listenership which there goes on to um I, I want to be able to bring you more, but you know, I just don't have the resources. But with a re- listenership and people, you know, making requests or you know, asking questions, and a larger listenership allows for bigger feedback and more communication with my listeners, and you know, a, a bigger community with what we're doing here. And that's why I ask for donations because what I want to do is I want to build a better, you know, a better website. But I want to build a better domain because I'll be honest, the domain for my current website is not the easiest to to kind of say and pronounce and it has nothing to do with actually the name of my podcast but you know it'd be really great to create a separate domain and all that stuff but i just don't have those resources so that's why i ask for donations but in order to do that you gotta increase listenership you know it's, it's just like the radio model of get, getting listeners and more listeners equals you know better revenue and stuff like that but i'm not trying that's that that's a 
a word I got to tread lightly on because I'm not trying to create revenue as much as I'm just trying to do something to invest back into the into the podcast is, it, itself, which is a lot like how non-commercial radio, which is where I've got my start. Um, that's where what I'm trying to do is that you know it's nonprofit. I'm just trying to reinvest anything that I can create in terms of donations back into this podcast, but you know. The vicious circle goes around, and you need more listeners so that we can get more people interested that you know might want to contribute to what it is what it is that you're doing. Not that I'm begging for money here right now, but you can kind of see my level of frustration. I'm not asking for you to just give me everything that you have, or just you know, for one penny you can feed this young boy in Vancouver. No, that's not what I'm looking at. That's not that's not what I'm trying to say. I'm just trying to get more listeners and get more exposure out there, and I'm running into all these roadblocks, and it's really, really, really frustrating. So get that off my chest, and uh, hopefully in the next few days to uh, weeks, I'll be able to kind of spread this discussion out a little bit. You know, there's people that have problems with iTunes being that uh, it doesn't update all the time, or suddenly a feed will just kind of start, um, you know, just not pulling down the new episodes and you have to delete it and resubscribe and all that stuff and you know that that's that is a, a problem but that's not my main problem it's the fact that I cannot get myself listed on there and that I really feel is um holding back my potential of uh gathering more listeners around the world which I love to have and love to be able to play music for you music that I love to enjoy and also kind of spread because I you know I understand there's not people out, out there like me that enjoy the music that I do, the types of music, the types of uh, news that I pay attention to, the tech news, the stuff like that, that that I do, which is why I'm here. That's why I do what I do. So let's play you another song. And this is going to be uh, from the band Super Drag, and it kind of rocks just a little bit. Shuck and Drive is the name of the song. Ugh, I like Super Drag. Praise him.
love a little fuzz bass. Uh, Super Drag off of their album Head Trip in Every Key. That was, song was called Shuck and Drive. Super Drag with a, let's see, superdrag.com is the website if you want to check out more about these guys. And Super Drag's been around for a fair number of years. Uh, I think in the early 90s is when they kind of popped up. And they are kind of on hiatus, I guess you could kind of say. But uh, lead singer uh, John Davis is doing some solo stuff. They they do get to back together and do live shows. So obviously there's not that bad of a you know a fallout as with you know some some bands or you know with hiatuses. Uh, but John Davis is uh, doing some solo stuff and mainly I think for the most part he kind of sticks around the um, you know, well kind of the the Midwest on down into the Southeast. But uh, you can check out more about them at Superdrag.com. <laughs> told you that we we're going to talk a little bit about uh, this television show that I've kind of become a fan of since I've been here in Vancouver, mainly because it's only shown in Canada, and it's a Canadian sitcom television show, and it's called Corner Gas, and I just want to kind of highlight a little bit because, well, what better way to kind of keep going with the theme of you know me being in Canada and learning what it is like to, uh, to be here in, in Vancouver, but also... You know, kind of adapting, I guess, to the Canadian culture and learning more about it, but also enjoying it with this 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 television show and a little bit about Corner Gas. Uh, see if I can give a, a a basic rundown about it. But it's about uh, Corner Gas is a gas station, kind of a convenience store, but more of a gas station in the very rural Saskatchewan type of uh, <laughs> sense of it. Uh, it's set in the city or town, I guess you should say, of Dog River, and uh, it's it's about small life in in sm- small town Canada, mainly Saskatchewan. And if you're not really familiar with the way that Saskatchewan's laid out, it's very flat. And uh, the town, uh, I would guess that it's probably going to be around 500 people. So it, the reason I kind of like it is because it kind of reminds me of growing up in my my hometown back in Iowa. But my hometown back in Iowa fluctuates between 3,500 to about 4,500 people, so it's not that small, at least as small as this uh, this town is. And uh, I've got a few different clips here of uh, different uh, things, and you can uh, from the show, and you can rem- uh, from the beginning of this episode. I played the clip of uh, Brent Butt. That's his name, and that's basically who I think was where this the show kind of came up from because he's, he's a stand-up comedian that has created the show. And there's a, there's a cast of characters of about. Uh, Oh, about eight people, and uh, they're very, very um, interesting people, uh, very interesting characters, uh, very eccentric, uh, all in their own ways. And I have a clip that really demonstrates this, and this uh, clip that I'm going to play is from an episode uh, about uh, where Brent was going to watch one of the characters, I think uh, uh, Wanda's uh, child, Wanda's son. And uh, it, it's a good clip to kind of demonstrate the relationship between Brent and his dad, Oscar, and uh, the, the kind of character that Oscar is. I, I sent season one on DVD to my parents for Christmas, so that way they can kind of get a taste of, of, uh, of this show, because I, I thought that they would kind of like it. And um, it, it, well, it was kind of let it speak for itself, but they kind of hit it on the, the, the nail on the, on the head when uh, they compared Oscar to Don Knotts. Uh, back, if you can recall, with the um, the Andy Griffith show. So Griffith, Andy Griffith show. Anyway, let's play this clip. The whole key to kids is keeping them off balance mentally. They screw with you, you screw with them. Kid pulls a prank, you pull two pranks. Kid gets lippy, you 
smash one of his toys. Got to keep them on their heels, you know, mentally. On their heels. Yes, I am familiar with your work. Look, Dad, I got a new gun. Oh, yeah? Look what I got! Want a piece of this? Could have sworn I repressed that memory. <laughs> I, I can't help but love the humor of this show. And it's a sitcom without the live studio audience I think that I love the most. And it kind of has that same structure as, like, Family Guy, where Peter says, you know, it's kind of like that one time where I was, and then they... He says whatever it was that one time, and then it cuts to that one time, and yeah, it's kind of that humor. It's kind of got those cuts and you know those flashbacks and flash forwards and and uh, you know fantasies and different things like that. And it's it's really really funny. And you know you have your your cast of characters where Lacey Burroughs, uh, she's originally from Toronto, and you know she took over the the coffee shop next door, which is attached to the gas station. Uh, so she's the owner over there, and um, you have Hank. Uh, who's this kind of really bizarre guy? He's kind of like the uh, uh, I don't know. He's kind of like the conspiracy theorist, but then also he's kind of like Johnny Depp's character from Pirates of the Caribbean, kind of along those lines, just kind of woo, kind of out there. Uh, and Wanda's just kind of really uh, no, I don't know. She she reminds me of someone from the Midwest. Uh, you know, me being you know from the Midwest and the states. I don't know if th- that translates over to uh, the Midwest or actually they call it the prairies uh, in uh, in Canada. Um, then of course there's Oscar and Emma who are are uh, Brent's uh, parents respectively, and uh, Oscar's the crazy one and Emma's just kind of that uh, you know the the brains and the bronze of the family. Um, and then there's Sergeant Davis and Constable Karen who are these two uh, RCMP. Um, uh, officers, Royal Canadian Mounted Police, uh, that uh, basically are stationed in Dog River. So they are the local authorities in Dog River of this small town, and there's not a lot going on, hence the whole theme song, of, uh, and that's the whole premise, and it's just the the oddities that happen in this uh, in this town, and the ways that they keep themselves entertained are very, very strange, and I got another clip here to kind of demonstrate the... Um, the relationship between Davis and Karen in Dog River on the show Corner Gas. Proper billy club use, Karen. That's the secret. Find it helps if you give your billy club a name. You know what I call mine? Billy? Anyways, billy club is a cop's best friend. They said a gun was a cop's best friend. Well, a gun is more like a cop's lover. There's some things you tell your gun that you'd never tell a lover. And sometimes, your lover and your best friend don't get along. Or you go out with one and the other gets mad at you because you didn't go out with it. You're divorced, right? <laughs> so you can kind of see the the humor is not necessarily right in your face. It's a little witty uh, and it, it's subtle, but it's still really creative. And uh, it just kind of, it gets me every single time. And it, it the 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 brilliancy of it all is just in the way that it's written and the way that the characters really interact with each other. It, um, you know, in the first season alone that I've we've been able to watch a little bit on DVD, is that uh, they filmed the uh, the you know I think it was like the second or third se- uh, episode of the first season they filmed and then they went back and filmed the first one. You're normally used to like the first episode or, you know, like the first season of, you know, everyone kind of getting accustomed and then the characters grow and the relationships grow and people understand better how, you know, to interact. But it seems like this this uh, series really just kind of took off from from the beginning in terms of the the uh, the chemistry that the, the cast has together. So it's 
very funny, and I really, really enjoy it. And there's been some really uh, notable guest stars uh, that have been on this um, this uh, series, and I'm looking at the uh, the Wikipedia uh, page about this, and I'll post this in the show notes. But uh, you, Prime Minister Paul Martin, actually now it's going to be former or soon to be former Prime Minister Paul Martin, uh, appeared in an episode, which is really funny because he was making this address to the nation. Then Brent Butt, you know, his character runs in. And he's like, "Could you could you do this later? You know, because we, you know, we got this uh, you know corner gas is going to be on. You know, and we don't want people to miss it." And and he's like, "Well, I got to do this now." And he's like, "Well, couldn't you just send everybody an email?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, I could do that." And so it, it was just funny and creative. Um, then also my favorite. Uh, is that guys from the the Kids in the Hall, which I was a huge, huge fan of back in my uh, teenage days and still am now. Uh, Kevin McDonald's guest appeared on there, and so has uh, Mark McKinney. And the one with Mark McKinney is really funny because he uh, plays an American who uh, showed up uh, at, at the gas station by accident. And it turns out you know he's from Wisconsin, but they're all just like, oh, look, the tourism... Uh, uh, pamphlets or posters, whatever we've been trying to put out to attract tourists to Dog Rivers, you know, worked, and it just turns out that he may, you know, end up there by mistake. But uh, it, it's really funny, it's really creative, and uh, different um, uh, little um, guest appearances by uh, all sorts of different people. Uh, the Tragically Hip, which is a, a very, very uh, national. Um, I'm, I'm talking about, you know, uh, you know. It's, uh, Apple pie is, you know, equated with being American. Well, I think in terms of music, the tragically hip is equated with being Canadian. And they've uh, they appeared on an episode not very long ago where uh, they wanted to get the old high school band back together, and they were going to practice in Brent's garage. But then they, they had to kick out that one band that they were renting out the garage to for practice space. And he opens up the garage door, and there's a tragically hip. You know, and he's like, "All right, guys, get out. You know, no more of this." It's really, it's really funny. It's really creative, and I really recommend that you check it out if you can. Uh, if you, you see it at your your local uh, store where you can buy uh, uh, DVDs, especially of TV series, see if they have Corner Gas. If not, I'm sure you can find it on uh, on a website somewhere and get that imported. I guess I don't know. I don't know if it's uh, big internationally, but it's shown here on CTV which is one of the major television networks across the nation of Canada. Very cool stuff. And I guess I should also mention, not only will I post the link to the Wikipedia page about Corner Gas, but I'll also be posting this link, cornergas.com, if you want to go straight to the website about the television show. As they say uh, occasionally at the end of the, each episode, it says, we're on the interweb. Check us out at cornerweb or cornergas.com. So... You can check that out, cornergas.com, find out more about the show itself. I think you can download stuff there, too. I'm not too sure. I should go check it out myself. I think it's that time again. Dick Prawl's former project, Starch Martin's Song So Close, resume.
Dressing up the failure, Starch Martins with the song Close. That's actually what uh, Dick Prawl used to do before he became just Dick Prawl. Actually, before the Starch Martins, there was the Dick Prawl band. And then uh, Dick Prawl left that, started the Starch Martins, and all blah, 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 blah. I've talked about him before, but I thought I'd play some of his older stuff. And you can find out more about him at dickprawl.com. You can actually still download that album because it really wasn't a band that he put together. That was the band... That, that was him, Dick Prawl, performing as the Sarge Martins. It was his project. It was the name that he gave it and everything. But when he releases uh, the album that he has out now, he just called it, you know, he just calls himself, or just goes by Dick Prawl. So, dickprawl.com, and you can find out all the more information that you want to find out right there. I said that we're going to do a little talking about some hockey, and that's what we're going to do right now. And let's see. I thought I would give you, start out at least with, a brief rundown of how the Canucks have been doing lately. And uh, they've been, well, they were doing really well. And they were playing some really good teams. They played Buffalo. They beat them 4-1. to Montreal, they won 6-2. That was just a blowout. They had six goals within the first, just in the first period alone. Within the first minute and a half, they had two goals against Montreal. It was nuts. But then they went to St. Louis, and uh, they lost four to nothing. St. Louis being probably one of the, if not the worst teams in the league right now, with, in terms of their record. Then they went to Columbus, which are they're not doing too bad, but they're not doing too good. They're not actually they're more on the bad side. But you know, well, I don't follow them enough. But still, they lost to them five to six, which wasn't nearly as bad, but still, that's a high-scoring game, and they only lost by one goal, just back and forth, back and forth. And then they went to Detroit last night. They were in Detroit, and uh, they lost two to one. It was quite a a fierce game, uh, but they only had like 16 shots on goal against Detroit, and they scored one goal, and there was like 30-some shots against, or 30-some saves by Alex Ald, and uh, they scored two. So it it was a fierce game, but uh, they they came off of that uh, that game um, with a loss, and so the road streak kind of you know they're better at home, not so good on the road. In the last three games, St. Louis, Columbus, and Detroit have all been uh, road games. They're in Colorado this coming Saturday, and the big thing about Colorado is that uh, if you don't remember the whole Bertuzzi incident. Uh, so it'll be, uh, we'll see, you know, they've had a couple games back and forth, but we'll see if there's still some lingering feelings, uh, about what happened with, uh, Todd Bertuzzi and, uh, with Moore, uh, from, uh, from, uh, Colorado. And I'll also post, if you're not familiar with the whole situation, if you're not a hockey fan, I'll post a link to, a uh, in the show notes, uh, to a story about that. It's still ongoing. There's some litigation going on, civil, uh, lawsuits going on back and forth in terms of um, compensation and stuff like that. So I'll, I'll post some links to some stories if you want to find out more about that. It's kind of an interesting saga. The other thing I want to mention really quickly, too, is that I know that in the States, if you're a hockey fan, and for those of you who are not hockey fans, you can fast forward past this, but uh, I feel sorry for you in the States 
ESPN gave away their rights to the the hockey games, and uh, they are now being on OLN, Outdoor Life Network. And that is not a a network that a lot of people have. It's an extended cable, pretty much on all your basic cable uh, uh, packages back in the States. I know that they tried to make ESPN and ESPN2 a part of the basic cable packages. Well, now if you really want to see most of the games – you have to go to OLN. NBC has picked up games. They're showing them, I think, mainly on Saturdays. But even if it's a Saturday game, usually they're like mid-afternoon. Uh, they don't do anything prime time. Um, so I feel sorry for you. Uh, but I thought I'd just kind of, you know, in the same vein of uh, talking about Corner Gas, uh, tell you about the uh, different – there's three different sports networks in um, Canada, I think. I'm getting this right for the most part. It's Roger Sportsnet the uh, TSN, the Sports Network, and the Score, which I don't watch a lot of. I watch a little bit of TSN, but more so I think I like Roger Sportsnet. There's four different derivatives of uh, Sportsnet, actually five if you count the HD HD channel, but there's Sportsnet East, Sportsnet Ontario, because Ontario is just that huge that it needs its own Sportsnet affiliate, Sportsnet West, uh, which serves uh, Manitoba, Saskatchewan, Alberta, none of it, and the Northwest Territories. Yes, there are people up there. And then there's Sports, Sportsnet Pacific, which serves uh, the Yukon and the province I'm in, British Columbia. And, of course, Sportsnet uh, Pacific uh, definitely follows the, the Canucks a lot more. TSN is uh, basically ESPN for Canada, and it's, uh, it, it's got a really great, a lot of, lots of really great coverage. Of course, SportsCenter is SportsCenter, but it's spelled differently. It's got the – instead of E-R at the end, it's R-E. TSN really could stand for the Toronto Sports Network because they tend to be um, quite more favorable of the Ontario area um, and, and that and that area in terms of sports news and also, uh, well, they like the Maple Leafs. That's, I don't know, that's just one thing I, I kind of find. And the score, uh, like I said, I haven't watched enough of it, but um, it's it's um, kind of like a, it started out as like a headline news for sports you know, the place to get your tel or your your sports updates. You know, all you know twenty twenty four seven. Yeah, ticker and everything. But now they're actually showing more and more events. Now, the one thing that it really irks me though about the score and about TSN is that they show professional wrestling. Well, we can start a whole debate about you know professional wrestling and is it a sport or whatever. Um, I think it's more of a spectator spectators event. I don't think it's a sport. You know, there's there's competition, but it's all scripted and all that crap. Wrestling, you know, WWE, uh, just, I don't I don't really like it, um, and that's one of the things that I, I just really do not, uh, why I don't like, I don't prefer TSN or The Score. I can handle Roger Sportsnet showing uh, Sportsnet news over and over and over and over and over again. Uh, I'd rather see that and catch highlights and stuff like that than see uh, this professional wrestling on TSN, which is the ESPN of Canada, and why are they showing... Professional wrestling. Show me like you know the the log chopping competitions or something or the strongman competitions. Not this WWE crap, please. So that's basically all I have to say about that. And I'm just kind of giving you my insights and more about what I'm learning about being here in Canada. So those are the three main sports networks that we can catch hockey on. Not to mention, and this will be a topic for maybe another time because we can talk about. CBC's Hockey Night in Canada for hours and hours on end, and uh, the, the different personalities, Don Cherry and all that stuff. It's very, very neat program. Uh, and just in terms of you know who I just mentioned, Don Cherry, um, 
I have to get Rebecca chiming in on that because uh, he's a very interesting individual, and the whole uh, premise of Hockey Night in Canada is very cool, and I, I really, really enjoy it. That's where the Canucks are going to be playing this Saturday against Colorado. They'll be on the CBC's Hockey Night in Canada. Always a good time to catch a good game on the CBC, even if it's not even the Canucks. I like to watch uh, whoever's playing, you know. I, I just like to watch the game. Wrapping this up, RadioZoom at gmail.com is the email address if you want to send me your thoughts and your comments. And also, if you are a musical artist, you can also send me your music straight to that in MP3 form. Uh, send it to me on that email address or just send me a, a link or to a website or whatever, and uh, we'll, we'll go through that route. Uh, audio comments, 206 at uh, – sorry, 206-222. One nine five four. Almost gave out the phone number as an email address, but if you send or if you you uh, leave an audio comment at that number, it gets sent to my email address. Very cool stuff. And audiohertz.net slash radio is the website to get the show notes for today, the links to all the artists that I play, and you can also click on the PayPal button and give me a donation. Ha ha ha. com slash radio zoom podcast, and you can put your pen, your name. On the map, and we can find out where everybody's listening from, listening in from all around the world. It's very, very fun and uh, very cool to build a community. So that way, we can get to know one each other and uh, you know make this a collaborative podcast, not just something that I'm doing, but something that you are also a part of. That's a great, great concept, isn't it? The last track I'm going to play for you today in this episode of Radio Zoom comes from a Kansas City band known as The Life and Times. I've played them before. I've mentioned them before. Alan Epley being the lead singer of – former lead singer of uh, Shiner, very, very favorite band of mine, uh, created this new project called The Life and Times and still calling – or still hailing out of Kansas City. Kansas City, Missouri, Kansas City, Kansas, I don't know, but uh, that's debatable. The Flat End of the Earth is the name of this EP that it comes off of, and the song is called Movies and Books, and it kicks off pretty quickly, so I'm just going to wrap this up and say hopefully you enjoy this episode, and we'll check you later in Adios. <laughs>
MediaZoom podcast is a product of the AudioHertz.net weblog. Send emails, audio comments, and songs to play on the RadioZoom podcast to RadioZoom at gmail.com. That's RadioZoom, all one word, at gmail.com. Check out the website for more. AudioHertz.net slash radio. Radio.